Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 16, Episode 3, titled The Mother of All Balls. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one runway-ready co-host from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, please say... Sister, what are you doing, babe? <laughs> to Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. Hi, Joe. Dame mas leche. What does that mean, by the way? Give me more milk. Oh, they weren't lying. <laughs> Wait. Um. All right, guys. This, this is the great banter you can expect. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be honest with you guys right now. I like to be honest on this show. Everything's honesty. Is usually because there's music playing. I can't really. I'm just gonna fade out of this. I have to do something right now to fix Nathan's track, okay? But I always, every week, I forget how to do it. Oh, here it <laughs> is. Okay. Okay. So that the, you're going to hear a little bit of delay on the show, but I fixed the problem. There will be no more delay. But I didn't know how to do it. I was trying to fix it. I was talking, so I'm just trying to be honest on the show. I'm not going to edit this out. I'm going to keep it in. Everyone can hear. But now, problem is solved. Anyway, Nathan, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, if you guys, we had a very interesting conversation on Just Between Us Ghouls, no, Just Between Us Girls, over on uh, patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. But guys, I'm going to tell you, it has been, and you can ask, I should ask any Patreon supporter to write me, you know what, Patreon supporters, send me a message at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia about how good the content has been over the past couple of weeks. Great content. We started a Hello Uglies episode that turned into a therapy session, so I couldn't release it on the public feed. You get that as an executive tier Patreon supporter and above. You, we have a new show coming up called Let's Talk About It, which is, that's hard to explain, but uh, it's a sex ed talk show based on a bunch of books that Lori's dad <laughs> found by a dumpster. I don't really know how to explain other. It's a really hard show to explain unless you're like a, an afterthought. Yeah, it's tough. So um, that's starting with a rotating set of guest co-hosts, even some from the past, Nathan. Like, do you remember Evan? He's coming back. Do you remember Jamila? Ooh. She's coming oh, back. Yeah. I bet you we'll get a Jimmy Anti. We're going to have Nathan Patrick Brown, I think, is the first episode. Jay Ellis, Robert Mata. Uh, Christian Ochoa, so boo, wow. you know, and like all boo. kinds of people <laughs> are going to be hiss, you know, like <laughs> the plain, the plain Jane of Afterthought Media, as I call her. Uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash Afterthought Media, a lot going on there. Afterthought Radio, that means Afterthought content playing 24-7. Do you, do you listen to this, Nathan, the Afterthought Radio? No. Tell me why I should. 
Let me tell you, it is so good. It is just, I, I listen to it, but you know what's so funny is because it's kind of hard to tell um, the difference when there's a show starting and when there's not. So just temporarily until I work on it, there's a reason I'm telling you this, is until I fix this, I don't know why, oh, I moved it so I can look at here. Until I fix this, I made a little jingle, okay? So that way this jingle comes on after every episode with the intention of there being several jingles that shuffle, right? Oh, fun. So I'm going to play this jingle that plays after in between every episode that you know this episode's ended. Here comes another one. I made a jingle. I made a temporary one. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to play the jingle first and then I'll tell you what happened. Okay. Hi, this is Lori Roddenkamp and you're listening to Afterthought Radio. And the best kiss I ever had was with my brother. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, the thing with Lori is we always say to her, like, you don't need to overshare. And yet she always does. She says she doesn't. She says I make it up. Anyway, so I told Lori, listen, this Afterthought Radio is so good. So she started listening. And so she calls me the other day. She's like, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> I love Afterthought Radio. And after, after every episode, I'm hearing a jingle that says that I like to make out with my brother. <laughs> so I was uh, so I go okay. How about this? And I started going through other ones to do it. She disapproved all of them. She just wants it to say basically say hi. This is Lori Roggenkamp, and you're listening oh. to Afterthought Radio, which I think is kind of boring, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. This week, the Queen served three looks on the runway and the and the mother of all balls and rate each other for the final time. Nymphia Wind is named the winner of the challenge, while Geneva Carr and Hershey Lacour Jeté are placed in the bottom two. After lip sync battle for their lives, Geneva was told Shantae you stay, while Hershey was asked to sashay away. Nathan Patrick Brown, what did you think? Because there's a lot to discuss here. Mm. What did you think of this lip sync in terms of the Raider Queen? Were the right people on the bottom? Were the right people on the top? Uh, did the right queen go home? Give me all your thoughts. Well, I am loving this Raider Queen. I think this might have been the last time, but I say keep it forever. It's so fun. I think m I mostly agree with the tops and bottoms. I think Q and Nymphia were the standouts. So it's like it doesn't really matter what else happens. Geneva and... Hershey in the bottom, I can see that. I might have maybe put Morphine in the bottom as well. Um, but I think the right person went home because this fucking Hershey, did you see she had that world map dress and didn't include Australia on it? So I was like, send her the fuck home, Rue. You know, it's so funny that you say this. Is this a problem? Because I saw some Kiwis the other day on TikTok who were so happy because they went to Universal Studios or something and there were New Zealand was on the map. And I guess New Zealand gets forgotten about a lot and isn't on maps. Do you know about this? I think it gets dropped off. So does Tasmania. Oh, wait. Tasmania is a real place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not where the little spinning guy... It's not a made-up land from where the spinning guy from the Looney Tunes comes from. I'm not, I'm not even being funny. I'm being a dumb American cunt right now. Yeah, and Tasmanian devils are real. And they spin around like that? Well, they, maybe they don't spin around so much, but they, they exist. Will they, will they kill a man? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go near one. Oh, is it? Here's the deal. I hate when you do this because I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Because you know, there's the the whole um, thing with everyone should know. Australians love to play fucking jokes. People who aren't Australian, <laughs> and they will tell you about that. What's the drop something or other? Drop bears. Drop, drop bears. Mm -hmm. Drop bears. Which again, I don't know if it's real. You can't get a fucking Australian to give you a goddamn straight answer about whether that's real or they're fucking with you. 
And I think this is a thing that you're telling me that uh, they're real. I don't know if I believe Tasmania is real now. I don't know if Tasmanian devils are real. I can't tell if you're being funny. It's a jungle out here, Joe. The other day, my dog was staring in the mirror and growling. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck's he staring at? Then I realized on the wall next to him was this giant spider. And, oh and he didn't realize that it was behind him. He just thought it was in the mirror kind of a thing. And I didn't mm-hmm. see it. And then I saw it and I was like, ah! And so- it w- Show me with your <laughs> hands. Show, show me with them hands how big- that, it's like this. It was that big? I would have- Yes. This, I'm not trying. If I went to Australia to visit you and I saw an Australia that big, I saw a spider that big. If you, if it was a movie and you cut to, you would just see a plane flying <laughs> back to the United States. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. Yeah, it's the jungle. But again, I so, can't tell if you're being serious. I. When have I ever made a joke? Okay, next time you see a big giant, like you know what. Very good point, Nathan. You just Shut did up. the best defense of you being serious. Is that you more than a joke? Um, and so with the lip sync, I didn't enjoy it. I hate this whole thing where Hershey at the end came and like posed in front of Geneva and like completely blocked her. I think that's tacky, and I'm glad she didn't get away with it and that Rue sent her home. What like what do you think? I agree with you. I, I was like, it was a very, you saw that a lot in like seasons one and two of Drag Race. Mm. Maybe a little bit in the early outs for season three, but it started, it, it, people started to learn that Rue didn't like that. And it stopped for a long time, a mm. long time, that you, years and years and years you didn't see that. And for some reason, that's like the second or third time recently that I've seen it. You also see a lot of the international seasons, but it's, it's been a long time you see it on the American season. But did you think the right people were in the in the lip sync too and everything? I maybe wouldn't have had Geneva in the bottom. I would have swapped her out with like a morphine. But ultimately, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what about you? I, just in terms of from a TV producing standpoint, why Maya wasn't in the bottom two, she <laughs> is literally maybe one of the worst. And I'm talking, I don't know about her drag. But in terms of television personalities, yeah, she she literally has one of she has the least charisma I think of any drag queen I've ever seen on the show. And what's shocking, what's shocking to me as we see in the episode, is the lack of self awareness that she has no personality. I could see. Um, I think we dealt with this last season with Robin Fierce, where Robin oh, Fierce yeah. was like, "I'm just a quiet person" kind of thing. But RuPaul's like, you're not louder. She's like, yes, I am. I know. Ru says, you come off as really timid. And then she timidly responds and says, no, I'm not. (laughs) And she goes, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And then she like, don't look at me. It reminds me of when I was, I I have a cousin, but she's a lot younger than me. And I was a bit of a teenager. And she was like, maybe four okay Mm. and the mom came in and she said hey everyone alana's coming in she has a paper bag over her head and she wants no one to look at her and i was like what and then this four-year-old girl with a huge paper bag over her head comes in and just stands at the party (laughs) and we all ignore that a four-year-old girl with a paper bag over her head is standing there did did it have like mouth holes and eye holes? No, no, <laughs> just a straight up 
paper bag on a four-year-old girl and everyone had to pretend that this was normal. This is Maya to me. <laughs> right? Maya. Maya Aman, the paper bag. Yeah. Why am I on a TV show? I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. Okay. Oh. Maya, am I on a TV show? That's the name of her new show. Her new drag name. Oh, am I on a TV show? Um, yeah. And then she's like, no, I'm not. I have a lot of charisma. I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. someone better tell your charisma that. I was kind of thinking that they were, I was looking at her outfit in that final runway. Cause I was like, if she can't flip in that outfit, they won't put her in the bottom. That was sort of what I was thinking. Oh, and the lip sync, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not been impressed by the lip syncs this season. They've what been was like, the song? So in my opinion, yeah. In my opinion, yes. Geneva won. Great. But it wasn't like she destroyed her. Mm-mm. And what's funny is I landed up watching Untucked. Did you see Untucked? Oh, yeah. So in Untucked, it made sense. Because when I watched the lip sync, I'm all like, it looks like Hershey's already given up. Like, she's not even trying like, she's mm-hmm. just going through the motions contractually, but she was gone. She was done. And in Untucked, you kind of get the sense that that's she knew, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not a great lip sync. Geneva Carr, any other lip sync Geneva Carr would have been the one going home. But yeah. um, she made it okay. All right. After Plain Jane's win, the episode two queens congratulate Plain Jane before the episode one queens interrupt them with a video message and strut into the workroom. It's revealed Morphine and Plain are drag sisters, Plasma Shades, Saphira Crystal's vocal range, and the girls celebrate the full cast of season 16. It's a new day in the workroom and Plain Jane and Saphira Crystal receive their immunity potions. RuPaul enters the workroom and reveals Saphira and Plain can use the immunity potion to save themselves or... Another queen. Next, RuPaul announces this week's maxi challenge, the mother of all balls. Um, Each queen will need to serve three looks on the runway. The categories are as follows. Mother Goose, inspired by a nursery rhyme, significant mother, in honor of their favorite famous mom, and call me mother slash father eleganza, a bespoke mother of the ball look created from menswear. Lots to discuss here, Nathan Patrick Brown. But did you have any big thoughts on anything that happened after the elimination, everything that happened with announcing the maxi challenge, all that jazz? I think all the goodwill is leaving my body. I think for the first two weeks, I was like, it's a new crop of queens. Let's let's be nice. Let's look on the bright side and be positive. But now they're shitting me to tears. And this plain Jane, I've done a complete 180 on her. I think she's a cunt. I think she's evil. Wait, did you like she's her last week? vile. I loved her last week. But now I'm like, this shtick about being the villain, it's not hitting for me because it's inauthentic. Like, she's just trying. She just looked across the room when the queens met each other, saw Amanda, realized she was the most booger one, and just thought she'd punch down. And it's like, it's not fun to watch a villain unless that villain is actually super invested like a Fifi and like thinks they're in the right and is completely like out of it. But she's just trying to be a bitch. And I don't enjoy it anymore because then she's flipping it and being like, oh, sister, sister. And it's like, how about you shut the fuck up? That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and I didn't get to really articulate this last week. This plain Jane, I'm on the fence with her. Here's what I mean. She, the the personality we're seeing on the TV is a rotted, horrible human being 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was a gay January 6th, she would be leading the charge. <laughs> okay. She would have been the guy in the, in the, the horns. Rams and the, yeah. and the fear, like, you know, like, would you it, fuck that would him? be her in a gay. You know what? No, I'll tell you why. Once you take off all the th- shit, he's not, he has a good body though. I will say that. But, um, mm-hmm. he looks hot with all the shit on him, but then you take it off and he's kind of like, no. He looks you know? hot though at, at the riot. He look he looks hot in the getup. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Like you can't. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off him in the getup, right? Yeah. <laughs> More like January sex. Am I right? But um, but then I saw him without it, and also too, like I hate that. You know, when he went to jail, he was such a fucking whiny baby. You mm. know? And now he's out again. He's like Trump won, right? But he was like. I need my vegan food. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, vegan food, right? <laughs> anyway. So, um, and his mom had to be like, he's going to die without his vegan food. <laughs> fucking. Anyway. So, I won the fence because, like, look, here's the deal. And I'm going to compare her to, or contrast her with this morphine love Dion. Uh-huh. If, if plain Jane is enacting my Joe Batant's plan of drag queens. As much as I hate her, right? Which means as long as she doesn't bitch about the fandom and if she just sallies forth being a fucking total cunt and that's just who she is, it's mm-hmm. great. You know, this is how the whole WWE, professional wrestling, You in professional wrestling you have the faces, those are the good guys, and you have the heels, those are the villains. And the villains thrive. They love being, it's actually a more interesting, fun job in wrestling. And you had a longer career. And, and yeah, the, the audience booed you when you were out there, but you loved it. And they were, they were popular for being hated. If he leans into the heel aspect of it, then I'm here for it. But I don't want to hear at any point, the second I start hearing that the fandom this and the, this, I'm blocking mm-hmm. people. I don't go, nope. The second there's a crack, the, the second that there's, I want my vegan food. <laughs> done i'm done with her but right now i'm still on the fence i'm okay with her right because i'm like okay you're giving us good tv at least even though i will say nymphia win is giving us good tv and not being a cunt so yeah what are you gonna do with that um okay so there's a part where like so they talk for a while it's boring then there's a video message and it's the queen's kind of impersonating the new we're gonna come in the room like rupaul like pikaru i see you and then <laughs> they do this thing one of them is saying that They've been doing for a while now. I think Rue even did it years ago too, where they do the evil laugh and it goes into a cough where it goes, ah! <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay, we have done that joke. Can we please move on from that joke? Okay. And I'm also done. Okay. So I actually really liked the girls doing like sort of like a runway walk as they walk in. I like that. I think that was cool. Yeah, that was good. You get to see them one by one. That was really cool. I will say it is funny that the first two queens that walk in, I don't know who they were, but they were like, look, queens. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, ooh, look at what she's wearing. And then the third one is like Dawn, who's done up like an elf. Mm-hmm. So it's like, look, queen, look, queen, an elf. And I was like, that's yeah. really weird looking. And so then they do that thing again where it's like, you fucking bitches. This is going to start right now. And it's like, ah! And then they're like all hugging it out. And we've seen it before. And I hate it. And I want to stop. Now, that said, 
I never liked this plasma, but I'm hating her more and more <sighs> every episode. Me too. This whole she does not stop fucking mentioning New York. New York, New York, New York, New York, New York. For me, she should shut the fuck up about musical theatre. It's like, oh, now we're getting a Julie Andrews name drop. And oh, now you're talking about an octave range. It's like, enough. Like, show me, don't tell me that you're good at musical theatre. But this is why I've talked about it before. And guys, you can understand something. I am a musical theatre fan to an extent. In other words, good musicals. Okay. Like, I'm not going to. You know, I saw this thing the other day on TikTok that was like, best musical opening numbers. And the second there was one from like, you know, the puppets of Rotterdam. Nope. I don't know what it is. I don't care. I don't know. I don't want that. Right? Yeah. And so I don't trust those things. But a good musical I'm a fan of. These these musical theater people. I just, I've talked about this before. I saw that video of the cast of The Lion King at an airport (laughs) singing something like I would have called in a bomb threat. I'm not even joking. I would have called in a bomb threat. To get him to stop. If I was on the airplane, I would have jumped off the airplane. <laughs> Did you see that that soul singer that was nominated for a Grammy? And she's like, everyone, I just got nominated for a Grammy. And she started oh, yeah. singing the flight yeah. attendant. It was like, ma'am, you need to shut yeah. the fuck up. What a kid. Yeah, she was like, but this is what it's like. This is what it's like with these theater people. And so, and so Plasma's just being just like them. She's being just like them. Um, okay, so I'm going to make an obscure reference, and maybe I'll, you know, for the cover for the public feed, it's always a, a screenshot that I make into a cover. I would see Q on these confessionals, and mm-hmm. I was like, there's something about her. What does she look like? I can't place it, but I know it's something. And then this week, it hit me. You know the old, you probably never heard this. Oh, I only found about it. I don't even know how I found out about it. It's a very old TV show, but it's the, it's the TV show that Team America World Police was making fun of. It was called The Thunderbirds. She oh, looked yeah. like one of the puppets from The Thunderbirds. Right. Yeah, let me let me show you here. Oh, Chrome tab. I want a Chrome tab. Yeah, here we go. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Thunderbirds away. I'm telling you right now. That's Isn't that what she looks like? Yeah, she's had a lot of filler in the cheekbone and jaw regions, I think. Yeah, and it makes her look like a puppet. She looks like an old creepy, not into, not even like a puppet, like Howdy Doody, like a creepy, old, weird puppet. Everybody loves creepy, old, weird puppets. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's very, very strange. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, okay, so that is that. Okay, now, the next day. I just want to point out there were a couple of a lot of references, a lot of pop culture references this week. Um, the Death Becomes Her, where there was a few. Of oh them. yeah, okay. Yeah. Which so here's a little weird Joe trivia. Uh, one of a, one of my friends, a very good friend of mine, was in the movie Death Becomes Her. He's one of oh, the really? guys holding up Isabella Rossellini. So I actually happened to have a Zoom call with him today, just by chance. And I brought up how there was a bunch of Death Becomes Her references. And I asked him, I go, wait, so you were there? He goes, first of all, I remember nothing. I go, but you were there during the whole now a warning? Mm -hmm. I go, you were there for that filming? He goes, oh, yeah, I guess I was because he's in that scene. And um, But he told me the only story I remember was there was this gay, uh, the the costume guy was gay, shocking. Mm. And in a very gay, he was in a very gay way. He paid me a compliment. He was like, 
when I saw that they chose you, I was really upset because when I designed the costume, it was for someone with no chest hair and you have chest hair. But now that you're in it, I see it. It works. And he was like, thanks. That was the only story he had for me. <laughs> okay. Death becomes her. All right. There we go. I just want to tell that story. I know people. That's a good story. Um, also, um, there was um, a Chinatown reference, the movie Chinatown. But I was like, there's no way anybody in that workroom caught that reference. What Did you was catch it? it, Nathan? Have you seen the movie? Ch- have you seen the movie Chinatown? No. no. Oh, well, you wouldn't catch it. When um, Rue was doing the whole, she's my mother, my daughter, my father, my sister, blah, 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 blah. She's doing a reference to the movie Chinatown. I, I don't want to say anything because it's a, it's actually a major spoiler line. And she didn't do it oh. right. Maybe because she knew her. I don't know why. She didn't do the line correctly. But it was 100% a line from that movie. Because the way she was doing it, she's my father. She's my brother. She's my mother. She's my daughter. It's the way she was doing it. Like, oh, she's doing a reference to that movie. And no one in that room clocked it at all. <laughs> and, and my co-host didn't clock it. But then, then finally, the one thing I will say is, and look, I'm a, I call balls and strikes. I called last week, I called Plain Jane of a wizard turned a pimple into a person. Okay. Yeah. She looked really good in the workroom. She looked really hot in the workroom. Not going to lie. On this one, she looked Balls really and strikes. Balls and strikes. All right. Why don't we do this? Before we go to the rest, why don't we take a break? When we come back. We are going to talk about the rest of the non-lux part of the episode. We'll be back right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we are back. I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, but what we're going to do today, because it's a ball challenge, is we are going to do all the non-looks parts of the challenge. Okay, I'll let Nathan have a little like brief inside of what he thought about the balls, but um, but that's going to be inserted. If it's not inserted in this episode, it's going to for sure. Well, it's for sure going to be a Rulaska Thoughts episode. The whole looks part because the ball challenge. But I'm going to try and put like an excerpt in the episode when we get to the looks. Right here for this episode, but we're just going to cover the non-look uh, stuff. All right, in the workroom, the queens scramble for materials and get to work on their looks. Afira makes a dress out of denim. Q has an ambitious design, and Mirage works hard on a mini dress. Rue comes back to the workroom for this week's table visits. Maya admits she was surprised to see Morphine in the competition, and Q shares her sewing skills come from her estranged grandmother. Nymphia plans to create her own textile with neckties. Dawn reveals her sketch, and Hershey shows off a bunch of socks she's sewn together. Next, RuPaul reveals there will be one more round of Raider Queen. The queens will decide the top and bottom three this week and will vote before the judges' critiques. Before she leaves, RuPaul drops off the Raider Queen results from the previous two talent shows. Uh, Let's stop there for a second, Nathan. Any big thoughts on what happened in the workroom or the table visits? Yep, I think Morphine is a bit of a loser. When they were all scrambling for the clothes, 
they all started at the exact same time. I don't think Morphine was in the bathroom or whatever, but she's standing there like a shag on a rock and she's like, oh, they haven't left me any materials. Like, oh no. And it's like, maybe activate and move faster. She is shitting me as well. I, I thought the same thing too. She was almost in the beginning when they showed her, like she was like casually browsing <laughs> at like the Target clothing section. I was like, bitch, they're all scrambling. You're like, hmm, I'll have a little bit of this. And I'll have a little bit of that. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know Grab and go, hon. Huh? Grab and go. Um, I want to talk about Q, our puppet Q. Yeah. And talking, she revealed that the grandma, she and her grandma don't talk. Which, by the way, the least uh, subtle segue in the history of segues with RuPaul's like, oh, do you still talk to her? Like, why would you? That's a question you would not ask. Rune. Yeah. Rune you. So then she goes, no, she doesn't talk to me. And the RuPaul, we don't talk. And then RuPaul goes, why? And and I look, maybe there's more to it. Maybe she didn't want to get into it. But she said, because she said that if I do drag, I I might get AIDS. Yeah. And I'm going to say I've heard worse uh, you know, parent and grandparents not talking to your kid anymore stories. Like to me, not that it's easy, but to me that if it's truly that she's worried that you're going to get AIDS mm. because you're in drag, I feel that's a fixable one because it is coming from a place, but it all come, everything like this comes from a place of fear, but it's a fear that if she, if everything is correct, you're a couple of conversations away from at least an understanding. Yeah. When when I came out, my dad did, I, I guess he went and did some research, like God bless him. And I'm uncircumcised. And so he must've found some paper that said circumcised people are less likely to get AIDS or something. And so he was like, maybe you should get a circumcision. And I was like, I think I'm good. Like, I think I'll just- you know, I, I didn't, I don't know how much detail I went in with him, but I was like, I think I can avoid AIDS in, in other avenues rather than just getting circumcised. So, but you know, yeah, people learn and grow. People learn, but she's not going to get it from drag. I don't know, man. I saw some of these looks and I got AIDS just from looking how bad they I saw some of these looks and I was like, I was down and I was, <laughs> like I lost like 200 pounds. <laughs> it <was> awful. <laughs> I got at least herpes from morphine's look, at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got full blown age from some of these looks. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, and then she goes at the end. She goes, oh, "I was glad to get that off my chest, and it feels good to have Rue on my side." What did you think Rue was going to say? Rue was going to be like, "No, you're right. No, your grandma's right. You can get age from doing drugs." <laughs> Well, Rue sort of did defend the grandma being like, yeah, the grandma, she was like, you know, she's, it's a challenge to her worldview. Rue wasn't like, oh, you poor thing, poor Q. Well, no, because I think maybe it's like what I said is like, I've heard worse stories. Like if it truly is only that the grandma is afraid that Q is going to get AIDS, I feel not that it'd be an easy conversation or an easy road, but it's a lot easier of a road than a lot of other people have. That makes sense? Yeah, like last year, Mistress was in the hospital wearing drag and mm-hmm. her mum, like, completely abandoned her. Like, I feel like that's kind of worse. Yes, yes, because <laughs> the mother said she didn't like the outfit or something like that. What was it? <laughs> it was a feminine hospital gown or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Then Ru- RuPaul's like, oh, well, I have the results of the Raida Queen right here. And this plain Jane is having a panic attack that people will 
see that she who she voted for. And I'm just like, they're not going to reveal who voted because this is all they need to have room to do producer manipulate. I'm oh, sorry, producer manipulation. Um, mm-hmm. If they don't have the producer manipulation, they, if they actually did it by how the queens voted, then that's out the window. But I think it's interesting that Nymphia has sort of already clocked that Plain Jane was ranking dodgily. Like, Nymphia's figured that yeah, out. Yeah, that comes up later. That comes up later. And I was, maybe it's because, this is what I wrote in my notes, is maybe it's because there was one more rated queen to go. But I was like, why doesn't Plain Jane just say, like, yeah, this is how I voted? Because mm. unless she was worried about the rated queen, like... That had, they had what the what the queens know has, bears no has no bearing on her place in the competition unless it's Raida Queen. Um, also, so Maya is placed low on the um, like for instance, Megami's the lowest, right? And he's, yeah. he's sad, but he's like, oh, it sucks, but whatever, right? He was like, I feel I thought I showed something different and unique. I was like, well, I don't yeah, know about mm-hmm. that. And then Maya's like, I can't believe that I'm in the bottom. Because I'm so much better than everybody. These pitches aren't good at all. I'm just going to fade away like a shadow. <laughs> and so I was like, bitch, you not know? She just has no charisma. She has no, she's delusional. She has no self-awareness. It's uh-huh. very, very and strange. Her and Maya, Maya and Morphine were both fifth and they both were angry about it. And I was like, there's bitches below you. Like fifth is what, third last. Like, I think take a chill pill. 100% agree. All right, back in the workroom, the queens get back to work, and Maya struggles with her garment. Nymphia questions plain Jane's strategy and flits around the workroom, campaigning for votes. It's elimination day, and the queens put the finishing touches on their looks. Hershey abandoned the sock skirt, and plain Jane questions Geneva's use of the stretch fabric. Hershey reveals her drag career was inspired by Tyler Perry, and Nymphia Wind learns Spanish. All right, Nathan Patrick Brown, the workroom, the elimination day... Yeah, I don't think Geneva using stretch fabric was the problem. I thought the fact that it was fucking ugly was the problem and nothing was going to get her out of that little predicament. I thought the Spanish stuff was fun, but yeah, they didn't translate in the captions. Um, Going off memory, there was, well, there was the Dame Mas Leche, which is what they imply was, and would make sense, is that like, give me your cum or something. Give me more cum. There was one where they, she called her like a stupid, ugly pig or something. And then there oh. was one where they called them a, oh no, a stupid fucking whore. Um, it was pretty. Is I had to listen pu- to it again. Pu- puta or punta? Yeah. Yeah. Is that slut? Yeah, I think it's like slut or whore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was basic schoolyard stuff. It wasn't anything really insightful or funny. Oh, you know, I have a question. Mm-hmm. They show us nymph. They show, they show this nymphia running around, acting like a, a a clown all over the workroom. How did she have time to do that and make that outfit? She she said her her hands work quick. Did you know there's a drag queen on the show called Mirage? Oh yeah, I thought I saw her out in the distance, but I wasn't sure if it was real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my point. Is that it's funny that her name's Mirage. And A, she tells one of the drag queens, I hope they don't see me or they forget about me this, this, this episode. <laughs> and we don't really see her. That she's actually like a mirage. Like, yeah, like but I'm kind of enjoying her. She's kind of fun. I think she's hot. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I do, actually. You know what's so funny? On Elimination Day, when I watch it a second time, because you know I watch it twice, 
I should have known Hershey was in trouble because they did a whole long like yeah. thing about how Tyler Perry and influenced her and her videos. And I was just at the time I was like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, they they were telegraphing this. Yeah, they were using like the archival footage from her audition tape. And it's like, yeah, we don't need this backstory. So one of the things that's interesting to me, because I think there's a whole thing in the in the Latino movement where Afro-Latinas or Afro-Latinos too, feel forgotten. And what I'm talking about is like Latinos who um, pass for black. I mean, because they have a lot of African culture in them. But they're Latinos like anybody else, whether they're Mexican, Cuban, Mm -hmm. Colombian, whatever. Um, And so um, they often feel forgotten. That's what the whole drama about In the Heights was about, was that there weren't. Oh, I remember. It's a musical about people who are uh, Afro-Latino, and there were very few of them in in the movie. And so it, I think it's interesting. I'd be very curious to see if Tsunami, they, they focus on that with Tsunami. Because I realized during this whole teaching Nymphia Spanish words that she was participating in laughing. I was like, oh, that's right. Because oh, she's right. Latina and she also happens to be black. But we forget that because here in the United States, we're so myopic. We just see black. So we just think they're African-American. Right. So um, I hope they... Um, they focus on that. All right. Before we go to the main stage and wrap up the show, did you have any big, like, overall general thoughts on the looks, Nathan? Any favorites? Any Anything big? Well, there were so many of them. Like, and I didn't know half of the nursery rhymes, but I thought they were all quite stellar. There was a few that I hated, like Plasma's Humpty Dumpty. Um, but then there was a few also that I loved, like Hugh's Judy Garland dress I thought was so nice. Um, I think my main takeaway is that Megami needs to stop holding props in her left hand. She did that with the workroom entrance. And then with every single one of these looks, she's holding something up with her left hand. And I was like, bitch, does your arm get tired? Like, stop relying on a crutch or a clutch. Because put your hand down, Megami. Um, but yeah, I thought the looks were great. I didn't even notice that. Wow. All right. Uh, okay. So why don't we do this here? You'll notice it now. I'll notice it now. Yeah. Just like the way on Dragula, um, a friend of mine told me about how like, did you ever notice that Jirak, when they're doing the, when they introduce the Belay Brothers at the end of the whole, like, look how fierce the Belay Brothers look, Jirak, like, throws the camera? And I go, she does? <laughs> I never noticed that. Right? Well, also, I've heard Rue say that she struggles with the word decisions. And so, every time when they go back to the runway, she sort of does the slightest pause when she says, I've made some decisions like as if she in her head she's trying to remind herself how to say oh, it correctly interesting. and i notice it every episode now oh very good um all right future joe why don't we throw to the looks right here and um there's gonna be a thing with the looks and then we'll be back right after this all right everyone we are back now we are back with as the afterthoughts call yes what's the name of our listeners are called the afterthoughts the mattel sisters natalie and javi <laughs> I'm here with us. The Mattel Mommies. <laughs> yeah. And um, and we're also here with our very own Plain Jane, Christian Ochoa. Okay, wait, wait, I need you to... You don't have to... Okay, if you want to, but let me lower it then. Okay, go ahead. I need you to demystify why I'm the Plain Jane of Afterthought Media. So, so Javi and Natalie don't... Plain Jane's the bitch this season. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were being ironic. Yeah. I was like, he's not Plain Jane at all. No, okay. no. <laughs> He, he's, plain, you. He's, he's plain Jane because she's a bitch and everybody hates her. So it's him. Oh, well, no, I think he, every I think he people insults, like her. He insults the audience. 
<laughs> oh shit. Okay, but that's their problem if they take insult to it because they, we were in a live it, show and he what what is the thing you said about like if Okay, this is what pissed me off. And let's put this fucking story to bed after this. So basically, we were on a live show. Was it a reading challenge? It turned into one. <laughs> it's always a reading challenge for me. Listen, when you're Latina, baby, it's it's the it's the cultura, right? But yeah, so basically these audience members were making such so harsh <laughs> negative comments on these girls and I just don't appreciate people that shit on someone's um hard work without acknowledging mm-hmm. it and they were like making these very harsh comments as if like they were tragic and none of them were bad mind you that's what I kept saying I'm like none of these are bad they're all really good looks they're just not as grand and you know on the stage it doesn't necessarily translate but and then so all these people kept doing it and I kept getting frustrated at how negative people were being because did I not make a comment about negative Nathan Patrick Brown and so I was just and he you know what Nathan love you but your reputation precedes you and um, this is one of the hosts on my network it's still it's still very present on this season and i challenge you to not come off that way anyways this is all going to be edited out (laughs) no no (laughs) anyways so i hope when you meet us and you're here from australia i'd love to hug you and tell it to your face oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. tom javi's been on the show with him yeah christian christian has beef with him no beef Absolutely not. Anyway, we are here to talk about the what we're doing is we're going to do the highlights and lowlights from the first two looks, the Mother Goose look and the Mother of Mothers or whatever, the famous moms. And then on Rulaska Thoughts later this week, we're going to go look by look for uh, the third challenge, the design challenge. But um, So for the first one, the Mother Goose one, I'm not going to start with Christian because then we'll be here all night. Let's start with Javi. Were there any highlights or lowlights that you remember from the Mother Goose one? And you don't, and you don't have to know their name. You don't know what, what things that stuck out to you. I really like the cow one. I thought that was cute. I really like what is it called? Anamorphic things like when it's like human oh, and, and anamorphic. Yeah, yeah. Anthropomorphic. What did I say? Anthropomorphic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anamorphic. It's not anthro. Animaniac. Anamorphic. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> I just wish like the the like bell was bigger and i think she even had like an, a little tag on her ear earring mm-hmm. so that that was cute her and name then, is dawn by the way he's referencing dawn's look so you, oh, yeah christian will probably know who had what look it yeah. was cute and then i know which one natalie's gonna say and that's also my favorite one too oh, you already know from the mother goose one which one now yeah. yes oh, oh, well, we, our oh, reactions were yeah. like oh my god it was like our version of the super bowl <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> okay natalie what was your favorite one i'm gonna I don't, this is the only look that I liked. Okay. I didn't like any of the other looks. <gasps> oh my god. Not okay, no, there was a little you liked you liked a few more. Wait, go, go, go. Okay. Well my favorite one was obviously the the Humpty Dumpty and how the egg opened. And I believe that one was tsunami. I that was good. Love that one. First just as Humpty Dumpty, <laughs> just the the proportions of the dress and how were they cut and the ruffle. It was yeah. so cute. But then when she freaking cracked open, I was like, oh my God. And then the detail on the egg dress, which I love the drips and they had shading on the drips. So yeah. it made it look even more like, like kind of like comic book. 
But um, I loved it. I also like how, like, uh, I feel like if an egg was real, that's how I would walk around with that dress like that. If I was an egg, <laughs> if I was an egg, I would dress like that. <laughs> yeah, and I then loved it. The one that we liked to was the pumpkin. Oh, oh yeah, right. I forgot about the pumpkin. Sophia Cristal. Yeah. Sophia Cristal came mm-hmm. out as the pumpkin. I forgot about yeah, that you one. You were like the pumpkin yes. one. Were there any ones that you hated, Javi? Like you just, oh my god, I can't stand that one. I, I just feel like a lot of them were really sloppy, and like Natalie made a good point too. They just looked like Halloween costumes. Like mm-hmm. it didn't Very feel true. like. A like the French thought. made one. What was that yeah. one? Yeah, and then the yeah. um, little Bo Peep. Like that's such a cute idea. Oh. Like the spider just looked like they just got it out. Well, you know which one I remember. You guys <laughs> commented. You guys commented on the um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum one. Yeah, I just didn't understand that. Like I just, I, I didn't get what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like and it, that face was terrible. Like you, if you, if you're gonna paint another face, it should look pretty. It just, yeah. it was just ugly. And that was, was plasma, plasma, right? Like the hands were the legs. No, I think she would. The legs were. Oh, they were like. Yeah, I just dang. didn't understand it. I don't know. Yeah. And my comment to that was like, that's fine if you're gonna be obscure, but in general, I'm just the way that I felt about this category and the others. If you're gonna do it, like at least show something that you're gonna be proud in and proud of that can stand on its own without mm-hmm. context, right? Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be a lot of them had to really try hard at selling their looks, yeah. right? Because in general, like a lot of them were flops. So they gave it the character. They like really tried and to sell you this thing, but you don't have to try hard if you actually look good. Like mm-hmm. if that was me, I would either be an actual mother goose, like a sexy mother Or I would have came out as a star, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, but like, uh, bitch, I'm oh, a star you know here. What? I'm surprised no one did <gasps> the old lady in the shoe. That could have been a good too. one too. Wait, that's a good point. A lot of the concepts... We were like, what fucking nursery rhyme is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, pussy, pussy by the fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pussy by the fire, I've heard of, you but little you, pussy you know by the fire. You know what I they were? You know that storytelling, like, the little kittens that lost their mittens? That's what I thought it was. Oh, that she should have had such a mitten. And I was like, oh, wait, that's not what that is. Or been a, been a big mitten. Yeah. <laughs> or the itsy bitsy <laughs> spider. Like, you're right, there's you know so she many missed She could have lost one of her mittens on the runway. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Like the spider. Yeah, a lot of missed opportunity. Yeah. Okay, now Christian, let's go to you. I'm gonna look at. Okay, we're at seven minutes. What were some of your highlights and lowlights from this? The mother goose. Humpty Dumpty, hands down, Mm -hmm. number one. The reveal was really good. She looked. That's the best she's ever looked as an egg. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, but you know. um, Anyways, at least she looked great. Um, Loved it. Loved the concept. Humpty Dumpty icon. Um, secondly, I love Safira Cristal, the pumpkin, like very grand, very, very yeah. grand. Um, and she did give it a character, but it made sense and it actually looked good on its own. Like on a mannequin, I would have still liked the dress. I would have yeah. thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And you made a good point. The details, the girls that stuck to the details, like she did airbrush the velvet on the pumpkin, mm-hmm. the highlights, mm-hmm. the shadows, like those details matter on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and who was the other one you someone mentioned? I like that one too. The cow? No, I didn't really care for the cow to be honest. <laughs> I, like I, I would have been more obvious. Like I didn't really get cow from it. And why the fuck is a cow wearing that? I just didn't get it. Um mm-hmm. Clarabelle, the ally? I was I didn't get Clarabelle. I would have loved Clarabelle. But why would an egg be wearing an outfit? Okay, but I could tell it was an egg. Yeah. I couldn't oh, tell I, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
all right, so let's move on to the next one, which was what was that called? The mother of mother of mothers, something like that. Oh, yeah. You had to be a famous mom. You had mm-hmm. to be a famous mom. That's what it was. So let's start with Javi again. Javi, any highlights? Things you remember? Things you'd want to forget? I liked how they did Michelle Visage, but okay. because it was like a two-one look, I thought that okay. was cool. Again, I just don't know why nobody did RuPaul. Like that would have been the obvious choice. I think they didn't do RuPaul because in a previous season they have had RuPaul as a category. I think more than once, actually. And no one season six was the first time, remember Laganja Stranja, that crazy episode. Gia Gunn was on it. Well, remember, remember when the um Milk did the boy RuPaul? Oh, Milk that? came out in a suit and got her ass handed to her. So um You have to be perfection if you're gonna yeah, do it. Exactly. Yeah. And they they really Mm, they couldn't do even get the, the, the what do you they call it? They couldn't get Lil' Kim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they couldn't do Lil' Kim. They're going to do RuPaul. Exactly. I just felt a lot of looks look lazy or like, um, mm-hmm. it took me a while to like, it, I feel like when you have to put a, a reference image, it's like, it so, yeah, wasn't there. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of sad <gasps> to watch. I know, it's kind of sad to watch it because why have they gone backwards? Because it's like, I feel like they were at a certain point where it's like oh. the looks were so elevated mm-hmm. and evolved. And I, I just feel like they kind of have gone Well, backwards. I think even last season, the looks were elevated. They were almost at the point where you were like, can a, can a poor girl do well on this show? Because they, were, they all have oh, a design. Oh, so it was just the season? Or? I, don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great topic of conversation. And it's very appropriate for this episode. Because I do kind of like that it's, I don't think it should be a design show. You know what I mean? As someone who loves fashion, I love looks. I love all the things. I I do miss... How do I explain it? I miss people, like, seeing people right. in their drag. Like, seeing the humanity, not the designer that you collaborated with that, right. like, did everything well, for you and I still spent think, so much money on a package. I still think that you could be creative, You should right? still be polished. Which I feel like, like that's, they're lacking the creativity. I they agree. could have totally told a story with all of their fashions, and they... Didn't. Totally That's agree what I'm with missing. you. But I'm wondering totally if it's because they have like two or three weeks from the time that they're told in the show well, that's to true. showing up to yeah, like they have to put right. together like yeah we don't yeah, know yeah, the yeah, backstory. So many looks. Okay, but at the same time, bitch, where's your drag though? Like if you've been doing drag long enough to get on this show, you should have some pieces that you can fall back on. You know what I mean? If I had to go be a part of some type of competition show and how to get myself ready in terms of like I don't know if it was like wearing clothes like i have shit in my closet that i've been collecting for like 10 years yeah but i feel like performing on stage and then being on tv you know they probably feel like it has to be elevated oh as it should you know but then it's like if they were gunning for the show though they should have been preparing like having strong staple pieces you know things that they can embellish on like you said things that they can uh show more creative concepts with and they can make work for the challenges like you never know maybe um tsunami did have a humpty dumpty outfit or like the egg thing and she goes how can i elevate this egg and Mm -hmm. make it work for this i don't know because i just feel like anytime i get invited to a costume party i pull from my own wait, shit how, I don't wait, go and buy wait. a costume how often are you getting invited to a costume party <laughs> last night I went to a midsummer um oh, <laughs> karaoke party at this gorgeous home in the hills and it was like bitches came in midsummer drip I was shook I was so fucking like, shook like even the street man playboy midsummer no like Shakespeare <laughs> oh, okay. yeah but wait isn't the isn't the playboy one the, the Shakespeare one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay mm-hmm. 
Anyway, you okay. Just, you just wanted to reference. Um. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any, uh, Natalie, did you have any favorites or highlights or moments or moms that stood out to you in this one? What did you think oh. of the Judy Garland one? The Judy Garland one got a lot of love. I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm sorry, like Debbie Downer. I didn't like really any of them, of the moms. I, oh, I, I wanted to see Mother Mary. I wanted to see Guadalupe. I wanted to see like, like she walked down and it was just like, you know who that was. And it made you feel like, Either ah, like my mom or something. It was Wait, just, you wanted to see your, you want to see Alma walk down the runway? My mom would be amazing. My mom would no, have she would. big hair. <laughs> my mom would have a little like cute mini skirt. Yeah, I would. You know what? I would have done Alma. They have done La Virgen Maria, like and the Virgin Mary, and like they have referenced her on the runway before. You sent me that yeah, one, yeah. yeah. And. It has been done, like when Raja showed up to the finale and oh, stuff. Oh, I love Raja. Yeah, Raja's. Well, no, you know who everything. did it was um, Coke. Uh, my Sugar Cane had that iconic finale um, Guadalupe one that she did. Sugar Cane did it. Mimi, yeah. I'm first did it mm-hmm. on the actual season, not in a good way, but um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe people. Some people overthink it. I agree with you, not yeah. only in the sense that like they're trying so hard to do something that the other bitch isn't going to think yeah. of, but it's like, bitch, Salma Hayek. Yeah. I know. I didn't understand that one. Girl. Like, you know that famous mother, Selma Hayek? <laughs> <laughs> or like give us an iconic Selma Hayek look from the like, snake. exactly. That's uh, yeah. that's what I would have seen. Yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Love Dust Till mm, That movie. Yeah. I need to rewatch it. Anyways, but so good. It's one of my favorite movies. Is Selma uh, Hayek the one that like breasted that baby? What? <laughs> what? 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 Remember? Or am I making this up? I, think, I don't know what you're talking but, about. It, yeah, I don't know. What is Javi talking about, What do you Natalie? mean, breastfed a baby? I'm going to Google. Let's keep talking. Okay, you, Christian. Now Wait, you, oh. was that Angelita Jolie? No, no, no. Keep talking. Oh. Christian, what are what, what you... For at? this category, I do agree that, that it lacked a lot of creativity. I think the girls uh, put more time into the first and last category. Mm-hmm. And this, this was totally like an afterthought category. Like, girl, that Kris Jenner, so pedestrian. A lot of it was so pedestrian. The ones that did stand out to me for good reason was just more because of how polished and put together it was. Like, Nymphia wins Angelina Jolie, like, yeah. wedding dress. At least she looked good. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Did I love it? Did I care for it? Was it obvious to me? No. Mm-hmm. But at least she looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I also thought they were going to do more pop culture moms. Like, oh, I was, yeah. I, I oh, thought that would have been good. Go. Well, they really could have done Kris Jenner. Like, they really could have done something well, fierce with her, but... You know like, you know what would have been cool? Uh, what's her name? I don't know. Maybe well, you know what's so Bill funny? Bill Cosby's mom. Oh, Bill Cosby's mom? Not mom, the wife. Cla- Felicia Claire? Rashad, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, what's that mom that you like from Who's the Boss? Oh, Angela Bauer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Judith Light. No, but you know, on the on the premiere, when the second crew came in, it is interesting now that I think about it, when the second crew came in, they were looking at the other girls' outfits, and someone had a Marge Simpson's wig. <gasps> How come them and then Marge Simpson? Oh, That's Peg brilliant. Bundy. Yeah. Peg oh, Bundy. Peg what Bundy. Oh, really Marge Simpson. Good. Yeah. Peg Bundy. That would have been awesome. Yeah, there could have been just... Or the mom from Hairspray. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been cute, too. Yeah. That would have been hella cute. <laughs> Yeah. Turn black. Uh, or you know what the 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 um the camp girl could have done like um the mom from Leave It to Beaver. True Beverly Hills. Oh, oh. A Real Housewife. Yes. Someone should have done like an iconic Real Housewife. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, definite Edna Turnblad. There we go. Yeah. That's yeah, there we go. Of, yeah. Okay, so Christian, what were your? Oh, so you you made your yeah. points. Yeah. All right, very good. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna call it a day there. You're gonna see us this week. On Rulaska Thoughts, where we're going to go look by look by look on the design challenge. So I'm going to throw it back to Joe and Nathan. Well, I'm Joe. 
me and Nathan, Chris, Christian's best friend, Nathan, Patrick Brown. Yeah, Nathan, love you. All right, we're back. Um, okay, after the ball, the queens raid each other's looks, placing Nymphia Wynn, Q, and Safira Crystal in the top, and Geneva Carr, Hershey Lacour Jete, and Maya Iman LePage in the bottom three. On the main stage, RuPaul names Nymphia Wynn the winner of the challenge and places Geneva Carr and Hershey in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song, Maybe You're the Problem by Ava Max. In the end, Geneva Carr is told Shantae you stay, while Hershey Lacour Jete is asked to sashay away. Nathan, any final thoughts on this episode? Did anything you didn't get out? Anything that you want to talk about that you didn't get to talk about? Anything at all? Just that I really enjoyed the rankings. I hope we get it again. I don't know. I just feel like it adds a new element to the show and it's fun and it doesn't matter if it's not judged fairly because like the show's not judged fairly and you get funny moments like when playing, um, when Amanda was like, I'm going to rank plain Jane 10th. That'll show her. And then we cut to immediately plain Jane's rank in Amanda 13th. I, I find humor in that. I thought that was really great. But yeah, so if it's the last rank of queen, I'll, it'll be missed. All right. Very good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16. So for Nathan Patrick Brown and uh, myself, protect queer art. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep that. I pressed the wrong button, but I'm going to keep that in. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This podcast was produced by Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has another podcast. It's called Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Vilsket Pony, Deckhead, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Tinner, Emma, Humble Pie, Isaac Martin, Jade Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo the Hoodetta, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Runner Brandon, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, and Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>